G'day, mates. Welcome to the Outback. No rules, just right. Hey, did you guys know kangaroos? Pilo, 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 Pilo. Yeah. You know, this is like your time to shine right at the beginning of all the episodes. Mm-hmm. And you could have gone with something like, oh, I don't know, the fact that you just completely reworked the merch site and you've got a new or up online and we have better, you know, uh, colors and all that. But yeah. you go with a damn Australian accent and it's not even very good. So uh, this episode might be doomed. But the two guys that we have on the show tonight are probably going to pick us up. I think up. they're going to make up for it. Yeah. So, but yeah, dude, we got a massive show tonight. Um, let's get to it. Welcome to To The Top Talk. Greetings and salutations, everyone, and welcome to another episode of To The Top Talk, recording this on January the 30th from beautiful Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Here, as always, with your break from the High Resource 5 propaganda to talk a little Southern athletics. I am your host, Jason Bailey. Joining me now, the one and only Patrick Lowry. What is up, man? Oh, gosh. You know, I've been practicing all day for that uh, Australian accent, and it was just gorgeous. It didn't go well. No. Mm-mm. No. Um, but, yeah, we do have a great show for you guys tonight. We've been looking forward to this one for quite a while baseball season is right around the corner we're kicking ass in baseball we talked about it last week this has kind of been the last few years how we've uh, uh we've been like well you know base basketball's over right we're just right. looking forward to baseball because that's the only thing that we're good at well it turns out we're good at everything now so we get to enjoy it all um and just as a reminder we will be locking down a title sponsor for the show for the upcoming baseball season uh, so shoot us a message if you or your business is interested. We already got a couple uh, businesses that are probably on board, but go, yeah. go ahead and shoot us a, a message anyway. And um, either way you look at it, uh, within the next couple of weeks, we're going to go ahead and lock that down. Um, but yeah, we do have a great show for you guys tonight. A very interesting show because we have a former player that's been on the show a few times mm-hmm. and a current player who has never been on the show. I'm not sure he's ever even listened to the show um but uh, he's a fan favorite he's one of my favorite players and he actually played for uh the former player that we have on tonight i just said the word player a whole lot of times anyway let's get to it so let's start off uh joining us tonight trey sutton and dust and dickerson what's up fellas yeah yeah yep what's up going on doing great i I see the shirt that dustin's wearing right there i know listeners can't see the shirt but Give them what they want, Trey. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a shout out to, uh, uh, to, to Attack Eagles. Yeah. Twitter. Um, he, he has a fantastic store as well. And I think he just joined the, the bonfire site. He did. Um, yeah. So a little, little peer pressure got him over to the, to the bonfire side. Right. So I had, I had never seen that GIF, get, however you want to say it, with the audio on it until like the other day when he posted it in the discord chat <laughs> the, the audio makes it so much better come on try they won't try oh i didn't know that was anything special it's got an audio you've never seen the gif no i have not. It, it, oh it, it's, a, it's some it's some tennessee fan at a football game i think i'll send it to you yeah it's crazy anyway so guys um alluded to it in the open there but 
both graduates of West Jones High, West Jones High School, both infielders, both went to Southern Miss. Both got seasons coming up. Um, Southern Miss starts on February 17th first Liberty. Uh, West Jones begins play uh, against Stringer on February the 14th. So here it is, it's about to be that time of the year where all us fans are freezing our ass off up in the stands until it gets super duper hot. And then we're burning up, but uh, we get to watch you guys. Um, so Trey, um, talk a little bit about Dustin, man. Like, like, um, what kind of player was he in high school? I mean, we know he's a standout at Southern Miss. Um, but what was it? That, like, tell me about the first time you ever saw Dustin. When was that? Was he a little kid? Was he in high school? Yeah, he was in high school when I uh, I got the job. He was entering his 10th grade year. And uh, I heard, you know, when I got the job and talking to people, you know, what kind of players you got over there. And uh, his name kept coming up. And, um, you know, heard he was a really good defender. And, uh, of course, dad was a was a big league coach and mm -hmm. had grown up around the game. And I think the first time I saw him uh, was in the media center. I uh, can't remember if it was the day I uh, was introduced or what, but it was it was really early on. And I just remember I was like, what a wormy kid. Um, I, I hope he's uh, he's uh, better than he looks, and uh, he definitely was. So um, I enjoyed probably my first three years as a head coach. Um, man, we've like we've had we had Dustin for three years, and we've had his neighbor Lawson Odom, who's also coming to Southern next year uh, for three years. So I've been really blessed at the shortstop position for six years. And, um, you know, he, Dustin, um, really grew, uh, into his game as, as he, and a lot of it probably has, it probably has a lot more to do with his dad than it did me. But, uh, I mean, he just, uh, the baseball IQ is off the charts. You could tell early on and, um, you know, he just really impressed with the glove early on and, and his bat has obviously caught up with that too so and on the mound I mean I don't what did we use you as a closer your sophomore year and then like we were talking in uh in in the coach's office and we were like he's our best arm we've got to use him more than just 18 innings next year uh, so we started using him in a starting role and I think by the time I think your last startup at Trustmark you hit 93 on the first pitch and um yeah so he could do it all. Yeah. So, and we're going to get to uh, some of the attributes of, of, of Dustin's game move, hopefully that arm. But uh, so, so he asked coach uh, about his first impressions of you. So let me reverse that. And what were your first impressions of, of coach Sutton? I mean, so he, he comes in your 10th grade year, right? So you move from another head coach to, to coach Sutton. I, I mean, I'm assuming that you knew who Trey was, but did you know what you were getting into uh, as far as him being your coach? Uh, no, I didn't. I remember uh, a couple of me and my buddies were sitting in class one day and we heard some rumors about who we were interviewing for the new head coach job. And uh, his name kept coming up and how he played at Southern Miss and how good he was. And uh, uh, I, I looked him up on Google and it was this uh, redhead dude with a beard. And I said, this is him? 
and no one could ever tell me if this was him or not. So then once the first time I saw him in the uh, media center, I, I realized that the picture was not him. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, once uh, he finally got there and, and we started off practices and stuff, uh, uh, we could all tell that he, he meant business and all he, he wanted to win more than uh, more than really anything else. And uh, which was perfect for us because we had a great, great group of guys and we always we always wanted to win a state championship for West Jones and and him coming back uh to his alma mater uh really and he really wanted it just as much as us to win a state championship and uh we we finally got to do that my senior year did you ever win a championship when you were a player no so we uh we made it to the south state finals my senior year and uh lost to Brookhaven and like that so a little backstory like i we we moved to hattiesburg when i was eight and uh i homeschooled early on through like the second grade and then i went to pcs and uh my dad's job moved into laurel when i was entering my eighth grade year so i was like torn up over leaving hattiesburg because i loved hattiesburg and uh, so we moved to Laurel and uh, I enrolled at West Jones. And I think it was entering my junior year at West Jones. My dad, uh, they gave him a new position with the bank again, uh, but it was kind of a traveling position. So they were like, you can live kind of anywhere you want, you know, Coast, Hattiesburg, Jackson, you know, you can pick. So he uh, he came to me and he was like, you know, uh basically where do you want to play like where do you want to finish your high school career um we can we can move back to Hattiesburg and go somewhere we can move to Jackson and go somewhere we can move to the you know and I wanted to stay at West Jones because I I had grown to love the people there and uh just so many people had had invested so much into me that I felt um I felt a loyalty to that and I felt uh you know if i you know, I, I wanted to win a state championship more than anything, but I wanted to do it wearing green, and uh, I never did. We lost in the state in the South State Finals my senior year, and and that like that haunted me uh, for a long time because it's something I wanted so bad, and felt like we were right there and and had a great opportunity, and just and just didn't get it done. And then fast forward, you know, go to college, play at Southern, um, go work at Sanderson Farms right out of school, and four months into, or I'm sorry, four years into that job, I got a phone call from Brad Hankins down at Forest County AHS, um, whose son mm -hmm. is Carter Hankins on staff mm -hmm. uh, with, with the football team. And, you know, I grew up, Brad was actually my seventh grade basketball coach at PCS. And uh, so I, I've known him for a long, long time and watched Carter grow up. And uh, he called me one day and uh, I was walking through chicken crap in a chicken house. He was like, hey, man, you want to come coach? And I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> uh, so I got back into it. And uh, I kind of always had an inkling and felt like I wanted to coach and wanted to still be around the game. But after getting two business degrees, I kind of was like, I need to at least explore this realm a little bit. But yeah, so I went and coached with him a year. Then I went to seminary for two years as an assistant and then ended up back at West Jones. And um, I rode the coattails of those, of Dustin and, and that group uh, 
to finally get that state championship that I wanted in green. And it was, man, that was, I was scrolling through my phone the other day and ran across some of those pictures and videos. And every time I do, I just have to sit there and spend, you know, half an hour, an hour watching it and looking at it and uh, just reliving it. Cause it was, it was pretty incredible. Something that, um, you know, I wanted so bad as a, as a teenager, as a high school kid. And, right. you know, you, uh, you lose and you feel like that's it. Like that was my chance, but I had another chance to, to come back and be a part of that. And, and Dustin and them, like I said, I kind of rode their coattails, but uh, man, that was fun. Man, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's great stuff. Du- great stuff. Dustin, what uh, do you have? Is there, is there any similarities between Sutton and coach Barry as far as coaching? Do you see any similarities there? Maybe that he picked up that he kind of, used or uh that you see uh yeah they definitely both love to win and that's uh definitely what they what they uh want us to do and and other than that they both want us to they uh they both got us at different ages of uh my life but they both have wanted to mature me as a man and uh my teammates as well so like that's not just about baseball we uh they they really want us to grow and mature, but uh, yeah, uh, they're both kind of quiet. Uh, Coach Barry kind of sits off to the side and uh, just kind of lets his presence do the talking. And uh, Coach Sutton was like that a little bit too. But uh, yeah, those those few things uh, they are kind of similar and and their in their ways they're not. But uh, yeah, they both love winning. That's for sure. Now, yeah, you, you say that they both are, you know, kind of docile and 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 uh, and soft spoken. Well, but we've all seen forty, uh, you know, get <laughs> mad, right? I mean, like he'll take it to us a certain point, and then he just explodes, and um, and then we start feeding off that from out in the roost and giving it right back. But you know, I, I've been around Trey a little bit. We've become friends. Never been around him like that. So, did you ever? Has, has Trey ever had those moments where he just just lost it? and uh never got tossed i've never lost it <laughs> have you ever have you ever been tossed yeah 2000 2018 south state finals in hattiesburg i'd had enough i've got video of it i'll send it to you yeah i just was watching that video that was the memory i was going to tell you all about but uh yeah there was definitely there's definitely some times of him getting into us a little bit that we might not have to talk about on here i hear you well, in all seriousness, though, like, you know, and you were, Dustin, you were a stud in high school and you've proven to be a stud in college. Uh, and Trey, just kind of from afar, um, what have you seen from the stands um, that Dustin has improved on? I mean, is there anything that happens in a game that doesn't surprise you? Or every time do you see it, you're like, uh, yep, I've seen that before. Not really. Like, nothing surprises me. I Like, you know, he'll make a play. We've all seen him he'll make a play out there at short or, you know, do something. And I'll have like three people like, dude, look, did you see that? That's your boy. I, I was like, yeah, I've, I've been watching it for, you know, I saw it every day for three years. So uh, it doesn't really like it's, I love watching it. I love when it happens. Um, Cause it's fun to watch, uh, but uh, it doesn't surprise me uh, in the least. So uh, he, you know, he's always been able to pick it and, uh, He's always had, uh, I guess we could call it an edge to how he plays sometimes. Um, 
that's part of who he is on the field. And, uh, you know, I tell people all the time or people, you know, I'll run into people that, you know, we either played against, uh, whether, whether it be players sometimes that I coach in the summer that, that had run in, this is obviously a few years ago now, um, cause they're all older, but, uh, you know, his name would come up and, uh, you know, I'd be like, you know, he's the guy that if he was on your team, you'd love him to death. But if you're playing against him, you probably hate his guts. Uh, just because he carries himself on the field like he's going to beat you. And people just have a problem with that. And, uh, you know, there were times sometimes in high school where I had to pull the reins a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think Coach Barry would probably tell you the same thing, that uh, you would much, much rather have that player that, that you have to do that sometimes than – than than when you have to like beg to bring energy and to bring that edge. Uh, so yeah, I mean I, I see a lot of the same things that I saw in high school. Um, but uh, you know, one thing I think he would probably tell you too that has really improved is his 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 bat. You know, his what he does at the mm -hmm. plate. Um, I think last year, what was it, the month of March, he hit like 500 last year. I think just. Uh, so he's, you know, even even as like a tenth grader in high school, you could see a swing. You could see that he that he backspun the baseball well. That the ball came off his bat well. He just needed to get stronger and add that strength. And um, as he's done that, you've kind of seen the results. And Dustin, coach just kind of touched on it right there. I'm literally looking at the next question that we had written down, and and we were going to mention that you played with an edge. I mean, it's, it's noticeable. Uh, for us, it's noticeable for the other the, uh, the the guys you're playing against, and I think your teammates feed off of that. Um, like, what is that? Uh, explain what that edge is, if you can, and just how you go about your business out there on the field. Uh, yeah, I guess it kind of started. I guess when I was a little younger, I was definitely smaller than than most people. And uh, I guess I realized that if, if I was going to be able to compete with them and uh, and beat them, that I was going to have to get a little edge about myself. And uh, I think uh, that that also has a part of me being around uh, high level of baseball and seeing what they do and how they bring it every day and that they also have to have an edge to uh, to play 162 games. But, uh, yeah, I think it, it, the main thing is me being smaller than than most uh I had to get an edge and I guess uh, it just, even if I'm 0 for 10, I, I got to believe or tell myself I'm the best player on the field at all times. So, because uh, if, if I don't and I let my stats or my struggle come to me, uh, I could definitely get in a bigger slump and I'll never get out of it if I don't believe I'm the best one on the field. Definitely. <clears throat> That's awesome. Um... So obviously, Dustin Southern Miss is getting a lot of love in the preseason polls. A lot of players back this year. Some significant newcomers joining the team as well. And obviously, we don't want you to give it all away. But uh, what is the what's the lineup looking like this year? And what are some of the newcomers to pay attention to? Oh uh, yeah, we definitely have a lot of the the, the same faces coming back, uh, mm -hmm. position player wise. We got a couple of new additions. Uh, we got Gabe Lacey, uh, Matt, Matthew Etzel, um, and Tate Parker, really, position player-wise, that stand out. Uh, man, I'll tell you what, Matthew Etzel, uh, y'all are going to like him a lot, seeing him. I know y'all have heard a lot about it, but 
he's mm-hmm. he's the real deal. Um, me and him were just game planning earlier. We were game planning how we're going to attack uh, the first time through the order uh, because he he definitely knows the game and uh, he brings something to our lineup that we haven't had since I've been here. And uh, yeah, it's 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 going to be really fun. But uh, pitching wise, we have uh, a lot of new faces and uh, some guys that are going to have to fill bigger roles, which I don't think is impossible at all with our coaching staff and uh, the work work ethic everybody has there. Uh, Nico Mazza is going to be probably Sunday if I had to guess, and uh, he he throws ninety five with plus uh, all speed pitches. Matt Adams has uh, added a pitch to his uh, repertoire and he's got unbelievable control. And then obviously you have the All-American on Friday who's going to give you seven plus every game he pitches. Uh, Billy Oldham is a lot like Hunter Riggins. Um, he, he controls the game. He knows how to control base runners he can field his position he has five pitches that he can move to both sides of the plate up and down he can do it all uh holland towns i'll tell you what jb middleton uh he's a freshman who's Mm -hmm. up to 96 uh i don't know how he's that young throwing that hard but um (laughs) yeah it's uh i think we'll be just fine uh we probably got the same lineup plus etzel if i had to guess uh, and Tate Parker and Lacey, but uh, it's it's definitely going to be fun. And I tell you what, we we all can't wait to to get out there. Hey, talk about uh, Dustin. Talk about where the offense is at this point this year versus where the offense was at this point last year. Uh, yeah. Um, I tell you what, the other day each team scored nine runs in the scrimmage, so uh, that might say a little something. <laughs> it, uh, it, uh, it's definitely the best offense I've been a part of. Um, I know the expectations are high, but um, I think we're all up to the challenge offensively. And uh, um, they're, they're, we're all uh, veteran guys at this point. It's a lot like Louisiana Tech's lineup a couple years ago when we right. faced them. But um, it's like we've all played six seasons, it feels like. Uh, I know Danny has to get asked how long he's been here. Because uh, people ask me how long I'm going to be here, and I've only been here. This is my third full season. (laughs) Danny's been here for six or seven or whatever it is. But, uh, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) no, we're definitely way, way more uh, ahead than we were last year. I think uh, a lot of it comes to that is uh, what we've been through, uh, making it so deep into the playoffs last year, uh, two wins away maybe a few inches away on the home run. But, definitely. uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think we're definitely way, uh, way ahead of where we've been. You know, that it actually speaks a lot about coach Sutton that all these guys have had this fifth, sixth, seventh year and, uh, Sutton's still the all-time hit leader, right? <laughs> I am. Yeah, I, know. I, I, hung, I hung on to that for about I'll tell you like, what, what, if like you can, seven hits last year. If you can hang on to it through, uh, through COVID and all this, then, you know, you might be, you might be the, uh, the Cal Ripken. Uh, yeah, it might be meant to be. Yeah. Hey, so <laughs> have you coached um, for or against any other guys on the Sutter Miss roster uh, outside of Dustin? Uh, 
I had two summers ago. I help uh, with Chris Nopex organization some in the summers. And I had a team a couple years ago that had Monastir and Middleton on it. And mm-hmm. uh, I remember, uh, you know, I think, I think by the time that the summer had started, Nick had already committed, but JB was a kid that, um, that I ran into kind of midsummer, uh, and, and he was looking for somewhere to play. And, uh, so we, we took a look at him and, uh, he was, man, he was electric and, uh, had good velocity. Uh, but I was really impressed with, uh, with his off speed stuff. He's got a, and I, I haven't seen him pitch yet this fall. Dustin could probably tell you more, but uh, when I had him, his, his slider was just devastating whenever he threw it. And it was, uh, man, it was sick. Um, and I remember coach Oz came and watched him and, uh, and liked him and, and ended up getting a commitment from him. I think later that summer or that fall. Um, but yeah, those two players I think are going to be fun ones for, for all of us uh, in the next four to five years. Uh, I know Nick's really talented and, and JB's obviously getting some well-deserved publicity for what he's doing. So, um, as far as I, I can't, I don't think I've, I coached, a, coached against Graham Crawford, uh, at Summerall. Um, but I think that might be it, but yeah, I can't say enough about, uh, Nick and JB. They just fit the Southern Miss mold. I mean, they mm-hmm. were, uh, they were, um, in fact, Nick, you know, I feel like he may have even blossomed late, but, but, uh, Oz and them locked him up pretty early and, um, he's going to be a really good player and, and JB is too. So that'll be fun to watch them. You know, Nick's know. dad, uh, sorry, Nick's dad went to Northwest rank and he, he played just, but he graduated just before I kind of got going. Um, yeah. so it makes total sense that I have a six-year-old now and he's got a Superstar stud, you know, throwing like 95 miles an hour. <laughs> that's that's one guy saying? I forgot to. That's one guy I forgot to mention is Nick. Uh, he's the exact player I was my freshman year, pitcher, shortstop. Except he's ten times more talented than I was. Uh, he's up to 95 right now. Uh, he hits balls over the scoreboard. It's it's pretty incredible. We we're actually throwing partners, so me and him have gotten really close and. Uh, where I see a lot of similarities between uh, me and him. And uh, I definitely see y'all liking him a lot in the future. Sweet. Awesome. This is a question for both of y'all. Better feeling winning the state title at West Jones or beating LSU in the regional advance to super? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Definitely harder on Sutton, probably. That's terrible for you to ask. I don't know. I hate you. I didn't, oh I just gosh, read, I, I'm just reading it. Uh, I may or may not have typed it. As, like, uh, <laughs> I don't, I have no answer. Yeah, like, that's I, okay. I, 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 that's uh, like asking me which kid I like better the, between my two. It's yeah, impossible to answer. So, like, man, winning a state championship is, is unlike any other feeling. And, um, you know, watching well, just what, you just you telling that story earlier was was really uh, incredible to be so close when you were a player and then get that opportunity. Like yeah. you said, I think that's that's what had to have made that so special for it you. It did. It really did. And uh, but at the same time, you know, as a college player, 
mm-hmm. you like all you want to do is go to Omaha and play for a national championship. Mm-hmm. And and we never were able to do that. The, you see a common theme here. Like I like Sutton never quite did it, but Dickerson and them <laughs> like come behind and like and do it. Uh, but we he laid uh, the foundation. Well, I, that's kind of you to say, but um, but watching last year, you know, as a college player, you know, that's like that's the goal. Like get to Omaha mm-hmm. and play for a national championship. And we never did. Uh, we never even won a regional. We uh, we went to Ole Miss, Alabama, Ole Miss, and LSU, and we lost. Uh, never got out of a regional. Uh, I had the pleasure of watching all my buddies win a regional and a super regional the year after I graduated. So that was, <laughs> you know, I went out there and watched that. That was fun. Um, but, man, like, as a former player watching – uh, you know, one of your former coaches and his staff and, and the players that they brought in, and especially when you know on a personal level and have coached some of those players. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching what we did last year uh, in the regional was, um, was pretty incredible. I, uh, the last out, I... I don't know if you would call it leapt or jumped or sprinted that like I was on the wall immediately and uh, (laughs) just like trying to live as, as much as I could uh, just vicariously through those guys. And, um, you know, watching, watching teams after you get done, um, you know, there's, there's obviously winning and, and this, and the way that they play and, and obviously coach Barry is, is the head of all that and, and mm-hmm. uh, kind of, you know, guides that ship and, but watching, there's so much to be proud of, you know, there's so much, um, you know, I came in in 2005, fall of 2004, 05 was my first year, but we were right on the hills of, uh, hosting a regional in 03 and going to another regional in 04 and it really like the culture when we when I got down there was um, you know we owe it to this program to to build this like we've got something going and so now to see where the programs come like back then we were making regionals every year and we were good um, but now you know we've been to Omaha we've hosted a super regional we've won a regional at home um, just to see all that happened yep. and, and happened at home last year, winning mm-hmm. the regional and beating a, you know, a, sure. a darling of the college baseball world. If you want to call them that, man, I love beating them. Good grief. <laughs> uh, but man, that was just a whole lot of fun. So, I mean, yeah, that story, and, Patrick, I have no answer for you. No, that's great. Yeah. No, that's, that's a great answer. Uh, and, you know, talking about where the program has been, I mean, I, I read today or yesterday, was it that there's, there's 400 season tickets left. Um, and that's it. I mean, can you imagine uh, the people around Hattiesburg that haven't heard that news that try to come up on a weekend to get a ticket? Uh, they're going to have to get turned away. Um, but w- we all said that was coming. Uh, and obviously that lays the groundwork for expansion and things with the Pete and stuff like that. And and, and I know they're working on that. But um, like you said, to see, you know, where you were when you were here, I mean, out my freshman year was 042. So we're, we were right there. And um to where we are now with with Dustin and the team is it's incredible uh and 
to think where we're going to be in 10 years is awesome. Dustin, what about you? With the, uh, the the same question that we asked Sutton like 15 minutes ago before he went into the dissertation. <laughs> sorry about the sorry about the rabbit trail. You get me talking and I can't stop. <laughs> uh, but no, so I mean, winning the state title at West Jones versus uh, that last strike thrown by uh, Tyler Stewart uh, to to advance to the supers. Um, you're on the field, obviously, for both of those. Um, it, it, explain what you were feeling. Uh, yeah. Um... Like he, like he said, uh, I don't really have a answer. They both felt like uh, nothing you can really describe. Uh, I know my reaction to both uh, I've seen on video was the exact same. I felt on my knees. I was going to say uh, that. Like <laughs> he did the exact same thing on both of them. It was funny. Yeah, I felt on my knees, and then my left fielder had to get me up to go to the dog pile. So uh, it, the, the exact same thing happened, but. Like you said, uh, I guess the only thing different would be when you win the state championship, you're the only team on top uh, of everything. Um, knowing we beat uh, LSU, such a prestigious uh, program, to, to go to a super, to host a super, which has never been done in our program, um, it was definitely like a super surreal and um, probably – up there really close to being on top of the high school uh, state championship or whatever. But uh, it's, they're definitely the same. Um, just the only difference is you're, you're on top of one and you still, uh, you're still a little behind and you got to win a few more to get to the top of uh, beating them. Good deal. Um, he had to uh, point this out. Um, so here's a story. I'm going to get off on another rabbit trail, Bailey. Do it. <laughs> uh, so game two of the state championship, um, we play, We were playing that night, and about noon, I get a phone call from Bobby Dickerson, and he's like, don't tell anybody. I'm on the plane. If you tell Dustin, I'm going to kill you when I get there. And I was like, all right, so because Bobby, Dustin, I think this is right. Bobby had not seen you play a high school game to that point, right? Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, he was um, he was busy. Yeah, he's yeah. got a he's got a pretty important <laughs> job, but he was coming back for Dustin's graduation the next day, and uh, I think uh, Gabe Kapler and the Phillies let him go a day early because they said like you need to get down there and watch Dustin play. And so uh, Bobby like snuck into Trustmark Park and was up in a suite uh, the whole game. I knew he was there. Our coaching staff knew he was there. Dustin did not know he was there the entire game. And uh, so we were, me and my coaches were actually, we were playing like, where's Waldo? Like, where's Bobby? We were trying to find him. <laughs> and I think like the fourth inning, we spotted him up in the suites. And, uh, but that was what, that was one thing that was really cool about, uh, about that night too, not only winning state, but uh, I kind of understand it a little bit better now, having a son of my own and uh, knowing what that probably meant to both of them. But um, Dustin didn't know Bobby was there until Bobby walked out on the field <laughs> after we had gotten out of the dog pile. And uh, so, That's awesome. Bump, I think I sent you some pictures of that yeah. this week. Mm -hmm. and, um, man, that was that was added to the uh, the specialness. I guess that's a word of that night. Yeah, I, I can only imagine. Um, we've all seen those videos of like the 
the veteran coming back from, you know, and hadn't seen the family in a while and uh, they said football game or something like that. I, I would imagine it would have been something like that for you, Dustin. Is, is that anywhere near right? Yeah, it's, you hit it right on the nail. Uh, i tell you what, uh, I was hugging Coach Sutton, actually, and he goes, look over there or something like that. And the last thing I was expecting was my dad to be staying over there. So I literally just walked over there. It wasn't even a run or nothing. I just walked and I was uh, crying my eyes out and I hugged him and he said, um, he's really tough on me. He never gives me any credit, uh, but he goes, I'm so proud of you, son. You've done something I've never done. And uh, that, that made me tear up a little more uh, than I was in the moment. But uh, yeah, it, it's definitely been awesome. Uh, that was awesome. And then, uh, Last year, he actually got to watch opening day, opening weekend because they were in the lockout. And then uh, they were still in the lockout when we went to UL. So he flew in and got some tickets to that because his buddy coach is there. So uh, it, that was definitely awesome. Wow. No, very, very special story. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Um, and we have a few more little tidbits here before we get you guys out of here. But what, what's the deal with uh... – Steaks, slabs, specifically the pickle slab. <laughs> uh, all right, so I'll, I'll get going. I remember, uh, I think it was my sophomore year, the Saints were in the playoffs, and me and him are both big Saints fans. And he said, I think he might have bragged about how good he cooks a steak or something. And uh, so I was like, all right, so I'll try it out myself. So uh, me and my buddy Chandler, uh, best, my roommate, we uh he tells us to go to corner market pick out our slab from the uh meat department we pick out our slab and we go to his house where he uh grills us a steak while we watch uh football or or any sports specifically but it's grown to any sport it, it used to be just saints playoff games but uh they don't do that much more <laughs> uh and then one time it uh i don't remember when it was last year he he said he's got something new for us and we get over there and uh my my steak is uh soaking in a plastic bag with a marinade with pickles in it and i'm like i don't know much what, what's going on here so uh we we he throws it on the grill we eat it and i'm like man what this is it, it just tastes like a uh like a dill pickle that's all I could taste. <laughs> and, and, you know, I didn't really say anything. Uh, I was just like, man, it's good. It's, it's not your best one, but it's good. And my other buddy, Garrett Herring, uh, went to high school with him. He played baseball. But uh, he goes, uh, Dustin, man, on the way home, he goes, Dustin, man, uh, that steak was horrible. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I got, I'm scared of telling like I'm scared to tell him like you need to text him and tell him that it was the worst he's ever done and he should probably never do it again so he makes a group chat and he goes hey uh hey Sutton please uh uh please no more pickle slaps uh they were not nearly as good as they were they usually are so uh, I've, never, I've we, never done another pickle slab yeah <laughs> he's never we've never done another one of those oh my goodness that's good stuff, story. man. Good stuff. Um, and a couple other uh, tidbits here. The first of which is uh, the next fathead out in the roost. Um, I, I guess we're all wondering about that. I heard that you have done some politicking. Um, 
trying to get the the fathead. Uh, so do you know? I mean, the season's close. I know that John Smith pretty much keeps that close to the vest. Uh, but any ideas on on the, on the next fathead? Here's here's your platform. Uh, here's your platform. Your uh... <laughs> yeah, I've, I have polit- been uh, politicking for that for uh, probably close to a year now. Uh, I remember at media day last year, someone asked me who I thought was going to be on a fathead, and I never really even thought about it. But I was like, I guess Danny Lynch. Uh, I have no idea. I said, but you know, it'd be pretty cool if I got one. So uh, I guess the message got out to him to uh big john that uh i was really wanting one so uh then uh, i remember a fan asked me if i would change my song my walk-up song from nickelback right had and, to. Uh, like you had to anyway let's be real about <laughs> nickelback here. <laughs> and big john uh quote tweeted it and said or, or something i don't remember exactly but he said uh at Dick, dustin dickerson you need to change this because you know the, uh, you know our secret we have. So I was assuming that was a fathead, but uh, the other day I saw him quote tweet uh, something about Matthew Etzel would be a good candidate for a fathead, and kind of, kind of got me a little mad. A Etzel little bit. right so, off the bat. I know. Dude, that's, uh, I, I yeah, think I, Pel- I think Pelham Smith has uh batting gloves cleats hats like <laughs> dustin has gone really hard at the uh at the fathead through the pelham smith Avenue. that's who we need to hit up to find out and john's not going to say anything but i think if we grilled pelham hard enough right oh yeah uh, i text him uh he texted me one game and he was like hey come to the roost after the game so the game ends and uh i think it was like we lost to old dominion on sunday after i hit into a game losing double play uh but he he texts me he says come to the roost and i'm like uh is your little boy out there because i was putting my cleats back in my locker and he said yeah so i grab a sharpie i sign some cleats and i walk them out to him uh mostly being a good person but part of it was kind of (laughs) trying to get a uh trying to get a fat head (laughs) sure thing um and uh and i mean this has been all has just been great uh and get you out here in just a minute um but trey you have i mean we started talking about pelham and i remembered that trey you have a baseball camp coming up this weekend um that i'm bringing my son jack to so uh tell people i mean are you still taking people uh walk-ups or do you still have to register for it Uh, is it filled up um like how do they do that yeah we so we take walk-ups um registration starts at eight at uh at our baseball field and it's always a really fun day um you know we we teach the kids some baseball but uh more than anything we wanted to have a good time out there uh enjoy our facilities enjoy um our players being around our players and coaches and um come eat a little pizza and and try and and hit some bombs too so yeah our uh, our west jones baseball camp is is this saturday morning uh, starting at nine, but um, registration starting at eight, you can walk up. Uh, I think they posted uh, forms on on our Facebook page too. If if someone would rather print one off and just bring it, but um, yeah, always a good time. Looking forward to it this Saturday. 
And Dustin, I would ask you to kind of do the same thing to get some people out to watch the Eagles, but I don't think we're going to have that problem this year with like 300 and something season tickets remaining. So, uh, but, but for, for those that might listen to this, that haven't been to a game in a little while, um, what's your, what's your message to those to, uh, to, to get them to go ahead and pull the trigger and, and come out and watch you guys play? Uh, I would say uh, some of my friends who never really came to a Southern Miss game, never really went to a baseball game, maybe a few, uh, has have started to come since I've been here. And they say that it's it's actually a really fun experience. Uh, they go hang out with Coach Sutton in the Roost sometimes. They get some food. Uh, you can do whatever you want out there. They like chirping at the other team. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's definitely – the more people there, the more fun it is to play. I'll tell you that. And it, it definitely adds energy to our dugout and to the, the players playing the game, actually. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, the more people there, the more fun it is to play. Um, and, yeah, it's usually a uh, usually packed house and uh, the Golden Eagles get, get lots of wins. Heck, yeah, man. Well, guys, uh, we have taken up way too much of your time. Um, you know, we plan for these things to go like 15 minutes sometimes, and we've been going for who knows. Where are we at, Pilo? 30, 40? Uh, about 50, yeah. About 50. Wow, even better. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, guys, thank you so much. You're both uh, great guys, great Golden Eagles. Um, Definitely. And um, and we will see you soon out at the peak. Yep. Appreciate it. Yep, appreciate y'all. See y'all soon. And there they go. Wow, Pilo. Uh, we thought that the that the interview was going to go well. We were both looking forward to it, but um, boy, Sudden and Dickerson really brought it. Quite the home run. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was great. You know, it's one of those things where you're kind of sitting there and it's just I kind of have to pinch myself. Yeah, just kind of uh, just glad that we're on the call somehow. Yeah, just kind of glad yeah. that I get to listen mm-hmm. before everybody else does. Yep. Yeah, very, very, very interesting perspective and the and two just great Golden Eagles and damn good baseball players too um so here's the deal it went long <laughs> you know so right. it went a little long uh, so we're gonna fly through the rest of this um so what happened since the last time we recorded i don't care um let's get to the merchandise side all right so merchandise we, we talked about it at the very beginning yep you've uh destroyed this and and you and it looks great it looks fancy uh tell everybody about the new um what what to the top talks got going on uh, merchandise wise yeah, so obviously we had an opportunity, um, you know, with kind of the start of this year with the new logo, things like that. We really wanted to kind of put a focus on uh, some new merchandise and we had people hitting us up. And so we kind of did a little research on the back end. And obviously we had some issues with our previous vendor and stuff like that. So we looked at kind of moving. So we've moved that to Bonfire. Uh, that URL is bonfire.com slash store slash to the top talk. And if that's a lot to remember, any of our social channels have the link up in the bio. So uh, Mm -hmm. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything is there uh, and it all points you. And from that site, you can get to any of our other social networks and to uh, listen to the podcast. So everything kind of points uh, to the direction. But the great thing about this website is from what I've seen on the back end, kind of building everything out is... Uh, I think we're going to get a better quality shirt. I think we're going to have more options with colors. I know previously we never really had an op- option with gold. 
Uh, we have yeah. some gold mm -hmm. shirts in the store now, so people will be able to get black, gold. We also threw in a couple of, of random colors in there, just uh, lots of kids' shirts and youth and some hoodies and stuff like that. So there's lots of options, uh, higher quality. Uh, I know some people are really big into comfort colors and those long sleeve t-shirts. We have that. Uh, and I think the shipping is going to be faster and we have the ability to get free shipping if you order five items or more. So uh, we didn't have any of those options before and we have a lot more control. And the exciting thing is obviously we know basketball is rolling uh, and we have seven basketball shirt designs on the store right now. So if you want to go there, check it out. If you want to get something that probably should be in hopefully before the next homestand. And you can kind of wrap uh, the new merch. Yeah, I know that those shirts look uh, fantastic, man. And, and and every time you guys look on there, just know that I had pretty much zero to do with uh, Pilo sends me a, a a picture. He's like, what do you think? I'm like, that looks amazing. And there's zero chance I ever could have pulled it off. Way to go. Um, uh, next on the list is Foodie Talk. Let's wait for next time on that. Um, basketball. Uh, not to get too much into it, but uh, the men's team is 19 and four, still kicking ass, uh, eight and two in the Sun Belt. And next up, who we got, Pilo? Yeah, next next up, we hit the road. Uh, we're going to be at Troy on February 2nd, so just in a couple of days, 6 p.m. tip. Uh, following that on uh, Saturday, Georgia State uh, in Atlanta will be a 1 p.m. tip. Uh, I would imagine that would be 2 p.m. our time, probably 1 p.m. Eastern. Mm -hmm. Um both of those games will be on ESPN plus as usual and not, not looking too far ahead, but uh, we do host uh, Louisiana back at Reed green uh, on Thursday, February 9th at seven 30. And I think that uh, may be the game where we hit that 5k number, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think at least, you know, and the women's game is before it that night Then the women play at five 30, uh, the guys at seven 30, uh, possibly some promotions. Yep coming up for that so be on the lookout uh lady eagles they split a pair of conference games this week they now stand at 14 and 7 7 and 3 in the sun belt who do they have coming up pilo yeah next up for them they have two home games opposite the men obviously so they have old dominion uh on the second uh it is lamar county night national women's in sports day team autographs after the game so lots of promotions going on for that uh, and then uh, Saturday, we host South Alabama at 2 p.m., South Al. Uh, team day and um, some autographs after that as well. Both of those games are on ESPN+, Plus. if you can't make it out to Reed Green. But, uh, yeah, that wraps it up for the women. Good deal, Sunbelt standings. Uh, Southern Miss and Louisiana still both 8-2, and two, so that game next week uh, will be looming large if both teams can hold serve. And uh, yeah, that five, six thousand mark, man, it's gonna be so cool. Um, and uh, current second place, seven and three, uh, trailing only Troy, mm -hmm. uh, with some games coming up. Uh, we're gonna talk some baseball, but I'm pretty sure we covered all that stuff. Um, the stats look just I do have them, I have them with me, and they talk a lot about the women's games. And there, and it is fantastic. You guys should still go follow uh, Sutter Miss Stats and Info on Twitter. He's the best of all time. Uh, just hadn't got time for it tonight. I do want to hit real quick uh, the mailbag. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Mailbag's been good, man, since we started this thing off. Uh, we have been asked, I think every time I go to Reed Green, every time I see somebody at the store, yeah. uh, most times that we answer emails, it's, hey, what's the deal with 
Reed Green Coliseum Innovation. We've reached out and it took a little while, but uh, the director of athletics, Klein, did get back with us regarding uh, Reed Green Coliseum. And there's not any crazy good news to report, but he did confirm that work is being done and that just with a building this old, they have had to do a lot of deep dives to understand just structurally how to best spend the budget. There's been a mechanical study, a structural study, and meetings to try and figure out the sequencing of potential renovations since they can't take the building completely offline. So you got to think about that, right? If you're going to yeah. do this, it's, it, you have to start like the second the horn blast of the last men's basketball game of the season. You got to get it done before the horn goes off again for the start of next season. So you got all this stuff. And it, it's I, when he put it that way, it made me I'm like, whatever, dude, just put up some ribbons in a jumbo. But, you know, they're, they're doing more than that uh, yep. is, is the deal here. And he did mention that the process has been exhausting but he hopes to be able to share something with the public in the next month. Um, if things go well, we will see some activity later in the spring. So those are all good signs. Great news. Yeah. Uh, just keep in mind that, you know, just, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's tough, man. It's a really old building. They're trying to do this really kick-ass reno and you can't just bring out a bucket of paint and get after it. It takes a while. So be all patient. Right. Um, at least we had something there. Uh, the To The Top Talk Tour, it's on April 21st and 22nd. Tons of people have come in. I'm not sure if it's full or not. I don't think it is. Email us at to the top talk at gmail.com if you want to play. Um, Sorry, Mr. Related News, blah, blah, blah. We'll get to that next week. Shout outs. Pila, what you got? Yeah, so I uh, got to kick it off with uh, my awesome, beautiful wife, Lisa. Tonight, today, as we're recording, is our 13th wedding anniversary and I'm spending it with Jason. Uh, mm. So that tells you how awesome she is. Uh, so yeah, 13 years we've been married today and 19 years we've been together total. Um, she's awesome. Uh, love her Southern Miss through and through and uh, couldn't do it without her. So definitely uh, I am super lucky. Uh, met her at Southern Miss when we were both freshmen two weeks in and dated all the way through. So Southern Miss is a big part of our story. Uh, yeah, definitely outkicked your coverage. Yeah. Yeah. By a long mm -hmm. shot. Uh, and uh, well, the other, the other shout out I had was kind of, kind of tied back to uh, foodie talk. So I think I will hold that for next week. Okay. That's it. Very good. Uh, a couple of shout outs for me. Uh, number one, Kevin, this guy on Twitter, uh, I, I saw that he had bought 14 tickets to Saturday's game at Reed Green Coliseum. Wow. Yeah, I messaged him about it, and I was like, man, that's that's like way to go. Awesome. And he, he said that uh, all people need to do is to come once, and you'll fall in love with this team. And I couldn't agree more. Um, so that's really stepping up, man. Um, about 14 tickets. That's, that's above and beyond. So thank you very much, Kevin. And my last shout out is to the Overbees. Don Overby. His son, Kirk, and his grandson, Hayden, were all at the game on Saturday. That's three generations of Overbees, three, three generations of Southern Miss fans. Very cool to see them all there. So, you guys, thanks for listening in today, whatever day you might have listened and whichever platform to listen in on. Remember, you can follow me at Bumper J. Bailey and Patrick at P. Lowry. Follow us on all social at To The Top Talk, and don't forget about the mailbag, to the top talk at gmail.com. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Tell somebody to the top today. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. Talk.
could play for Alabama, USC, or Notre Dame. You have lots of things to offer, but Southern Mississippi put you all shame. I was born here in Hattiesburg, never ventured far away. When it comes to playing football, here in Eagle Heaven is where I'm gonna stay. I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, RLSU. You play a good game of football, but Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you. season is over and done the fans here in Hattiesburg will be proud of what we've done I could play for the Georgia Bulldogs Florida State or Tennessee but I chose Southern Mississippi and right here at home is where I'll always be I could play for Alabama USC our Notre Dame, you have lots of things to offer, but Southern Mississippi put you all to shame. I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, or LSU. You play a good game of football, but Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you. season is over and done all your teams with famous names will see we're number one ask mississippi state ask mississippi state call katie case bailey with dunbar real estate for all of your real estate needs katie case bailey realtor extraordinaire something to show something to list something to sell call today at 601-408-9980 